From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, July 27th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Authorities have confirmed two bodies were recovered from a mobile home following a blaze and gunfire that killed a sheriff's deputy over the weekend near Springfield in western Ohio. ONN's Dave James has more. The Clark County Coroner's Office says the bodies of 27-year-old Cole White of South Charleston and 47-year-old Jody Arbuckle of Springfield were recovered from the remains of the Harmony Estates mobile home in Harmony Township east of Springfield. Sheriff Deb Burchett told reporters Sunday that responding officers were shot at after they entered the mobile home following reports of a possible break-in. Deputy Matthew Yates was wounded and later died at a hospital. Dave James, I went in news. A Columbus man accused of running a fake funeral business took the stand in his own defense on Tuesday in Lucas County. Shante Hardin faces criminal charges that include abuse of a corpse and representation as a funeral director, among others. ONN's Kevin Landers reports. He testified he began to market himself, he says, as a funeral guide, but never, he says, as a funeral director. Now, former clients testified on behalf of Mr. Hardin, who said he delivered the funeral exactly as they, as they wanted, and he did it at a lower cost, lower than traditional funeral homes. Now that of course flies in the face of what the state had been presenting last week saying that Hardin botched many of the funerals saying that he provided at least one body that wasn't properly embalmed, that others were kept in in buildings that were not refrigerated and some that were stored in mosques when the people were not even of the Muslim religion. I'm Kevin Landers. Police in Columbus are looking for a girl they believe is a victim of human trafficking. ONN's Clay Gordon explains. 17-year-old Daniela Cruz-Rios has been missing for the last few weeks. Columbus Police Sergeant Dana Hess, the director of the Central Ohio Human Trafficking Task Force, says they're also searching for 42-year-old Moises Jimenez for questioning in the case. They first got a tip from a security guard at a synagogue that noticed something odd. Columbus police placed her with a foster family until she was reported missing again. Investigators think Jimenez might know something about where she is. The Ohio Attorney General's office says there were 138 potential victims of human trafficking identified last year, and task forces received more than 600 tips from people suspecting the activity. ONN's Clay Gordon has more on signs that someone may be a victim of trafficking. Law enforcement says you can see signs when somebody is being sex trafficked. Some of those signs include people People who seem to be scared or paranoid and defer to another person before giving any information. There may be signs of violence or branding, including name tattoos. If they're dressed inappropriately for the weather or if they're dressed inappropriately for their age, it may also be a sign. And if they suddenly have new money with no explanation from where it's coming from or work odd hours and aren't free to stop, it could also be a warning. I'm Clay Gordon. A suburban Cleveland woman who's a former employee of the Cleveland Metropolitan School District pled guilty to a charge relating to her role in the January 6th U.S. Capitol riot. 50-year-old Christine Priola of Willoughby pleaded guilty to obstruction of an official proceeding. According to court documents, she entered the Capitol building that day and was in the Senate chamber and the restricted floor area. Priola was an occupational therapist for the school district at the time of the riot. She resigned a year later. She'll be sentenced in October and faces up to 20 years in prison. A man was arrested at the Cedar Point Amusement Park in Sandusky on Sunday. ONN's Jeff Smith reports from Toledo. One man was arrested after police say he hit a Cedar Point employee. According to a police report, Dean Graff was getting into a steel vengeance car and he claims an employee checking seatbelts grabbed his genitals. 
When the ride got back to the station, Graff allegedly hit the employee at least eight times until a friend pulled him away. Police arrested Graff for assault. I'm Jeff Smith. President Biden is out of strict isolation after testing negative for COVID. Here's ONN's Tracy Townsend. It's been six days since the president tested positive. Doctors immediately started treating him with a five-day course of the antiviral Paxlovid. The president talked after learning the good news. My symptoms were mild, my recovery was quick, and I'm feeling great. The entire time I was in isolation, I was able to work. Now, according to the president's doctor, Kevin O'Connor, the president's symptoms are, quote, almost completely resolved. I'm Tracy Townsend. A new report by the AFL-CIO finds at least 18 Ohio companies pay their CEO more than 100 times what they pay their median worker. Federal law passed in the wake of the 2008 financial collapse requires companies to disclose their CEO to median employee pay ratio. According to this study, Ohio's highest paid CEO is Procter & Gamble's David Taylor, who earned $24 million in 2021. That company's median employee earns about $70,000 per year for a ratio of 343 to 1. And Columbus-based Bath & Body Works paid its CEO $17.7 million this year, while its median worker earned just over $10,600. Their ratio comes out to 1,662 to 1. A Chillicothe-based employer is getting ready to go on a hiring spree. ONN's Yolanda Harris explains. The state has approved a tax credit for Kenworth and Road Force companies. Now the Chillicothe-based company is ready to hire more than 100 new positions. These will generate over the next three years and add $7.5 million to their annual payroll. I'm Yolanda Harris. The Ohio State Fair opened at 10 o'clock this morning. On hand for the ceremonial ribbon cutting was Ohio Governor Mike DeWine, who said it's good to have the fair back after a two-year hiatus due to the pandemic. It's so very, very exciting. For the next 12 days, Ohioans are going to have the opportunity to come together, uh, to remind ourselves what we have in common, to remind ourselves of the greatness of Ohio, and to remind ourselves of the great future uh, that we have in Ohio. The State Fair runs daily through Sunday, August 7th. And the Mega Millions lottery jackpot is expected to reach or exceed a billion dollars for this Friday's drawing after no one matched all of the winning numbers last night. It will be the third largest jackpot in the game's 22-year history. Two tickets sold in Ohio for yesterday's drawing made people millionaires. One worth $3 million was sold in St. Clairsville near Wheeling, West Virginia. And another worth $1 million was sold in the Cleveland suburb of Berea. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.